You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. You're listening to the E2C Network podcast by Auburn fans for Auburn fans. Brought to you by the Auburn Uniform Database. Visit them at auburnuniforms.com On this week's BGB it's Pruitt time. What's up everybody? Welcome to Bought to Get a Bachelor. I'm your host Dallas Ham, and I'm joined alongside of Miss Riley Jacks. Hello. How is everyone doing today? Happy anniversary, Dallas. Oh, happy anniversary. We're celebrating two years the only way we know how by binge-watching The Bachelor and podcasting it up. Wow. Sounds fun. Honestly, I wouldn't want to spend it any other way. I, again, am a Bachelor fanatic. What can I say? You are Bachelor fanatic. Mm-hmm. A good week this week. Great episode. We get mm-hmm. we get a lot more Maddie P this week. Finally. I think that we have a lot more to come. Um... So, pretty much we start off in Lima, Peru, and all of the girls walk into, I guess, their hotel Airbnb. It's very decorative, and I don't even know how to explain it, but basically they're all piled up on the couch talking about how they hope they have someone on one time with Peter, and then all of a sudden, enter Peter. There he is, in the flesh, and he's there just to really talk about how he wants honesty from the women, he wants genuine connections, and he wants to make sure that these people are genuinely here for a future, which I really respect for Peter. Yeah, I mean, he he's he's getting down to the nitty-gritty. We mm-hmm. got six girls left, and this next week's episode, next Monday night, is going to be the hometowns, mm-hmm. where he gets to go meet all of the girls' parents that he... keeps around which will be four of them which means we're getting rid of two this week and uh i mean with that i mean we're getting down to a point where i guess you would say like we've mentioned you know things are getting real and and i don't know you kind of get you form more opinions when it gets down to the Mm -hmm. nitty-gritty like this and uh i mean sometimes sometimes the bachelor or the bachelorette Make some pretty stupid decisions, which, in my opinion, Peter did this week. But uh, um, it just goes to show you that uh, maybe your opinions and somebody else's opinions don't match up. But it is what it is. And, uh, again, mm-hmm. we are in Peru. And we are going to get a solo date to start the episode off. And that solo date is with none other than our... Auburn Tiger, Maddie P. Maddie P gets the solo date, which this makes her second solo date. Um, which is a good sign. It's been a long time since she's gotten the first one. She got the very first solo date of the season. Mm-hmm. So now we're getting to later on in the season, she's got her second one. And it feels like it's been that long for her. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's been a long time. So, um... We were very excited to see her get 
the one-on-one and um, really felt good about what was coming. So the date card said something along the lines of, I think you're a catch. Um, so what they did was they ended up getting on these boats. And what was really interesting to me is they went from one boat to transfer to another boat. And then from that boat, they went fishing. And I don't know what type of fishing it was. Basically, they would throw just a string out, like hang off the edge of the boat and then yank it up. Is that a type of fishing that's I mean, it I just wasn't, don't know about? It wasn't any. It wasn't any type of fishing that we do around here. They just they were just out on the open sea throwing a little throwing a little line over the mm-hmm. side of the boat. They and, caught some and just so sure. happened to catch one or two fish. So yeah, so that's, which was amazing to to Madison. I mean. Oh, she was thriving, literally thriving. Um, and let me just say, my girl Maddie P. I don't know if it's the Alabamian in us. I don't know if it's just the fact that we talk very similar, but I would like to have a like-off with her. She has a crutch word, as do I, and that word is like, and I relate to you on a spiritual level like so much, girl. Like so much. All the likes. Well, if we can manage to secure an interview with Madison, then we might could get you to have a like-off with her. That could like be like incredible. It could like be pretty cool. Like, I mean, you know, like... Like, for sure. Very interesting and, like, Like, it could be cool. really great. Like, Maddie P., if somehow you're listening, hit me up. Like, hit her up. Like, hit me up, like, soon. Because, like, I would love to, like, have a like off with you, like, now. ASAP. Pr- pronto. ASAP Rocky. Um, but anyways, their date kind of continues on. Um, they... Where do they go? They go to, like, this... It's like a... It's like some sort of, like, mountain. Yeah. In the hills. Yeah, I don't even know how to explain. The it's pl- a mountain in the hills. A mountain in the hills. I don't even know how to explain the place that they go. Um, but they have some deep chats. They do some very deep chats. Um, just really about where she sees things and about her faith. Um, and I think that that was a really cool thing that she brought up. Also, a really bold thing because I think that she is someone. And I don't mean to shade at other contestants with the statement. That really is strong in her faith, um, and really seems like she has a really like God's at the forefront of her relationships. Now, now, do we need to? I'm I'm curious. Are we back? Do we need to backtrack here? Because did they did they go to the mountain? No, they didn't go to the mountain. They went. That's Kelsey. They went to the mountain. Okay. Okay. So I we, feel like we they were, went we to were a restaurant incorrect. or something. Well, yeah. So the 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 premises of their talk happened over dinner. Yes. Yeah. So their 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 talk happened over the dinner portion of the date, um, which is I said last time is probably the best part because mm-hmm. that's normally when you get to hear the sob story and the and and their story and their journey of why they are the way they are. What I love is she didn't have a sob story. Well, this was incredible, and I have watched a lot of The Bachelor, and I've watched a lot of The Bachelorette. Um, not as much as you, but I've watched a pretty good bit. And out of every season that I've ever watched, Madison's conversation over dinner this time is by far the best conversation that I have ever seen on this show, period. I agree. First of all, it's a normal conversation. Because, I mean, usually you don't talk about your childhood trauma over a dinner, second dinner you've ever had with someone. Um, alongside of that, I just think that it was very, like, deep- but also powerful and bold. Um, 
her talking about her faith, I think, was a really beautiful thing. Um, and I think it was very evident that her relationship with God was strong. Um, yeah, I, I mean, there's there's a time for everything. And, you know, a lot of the times during these dinner dates, there's a lot of sob stories. There's a lot of... Here's well, my childhood wounds. My, my parents did this, and I my was parents were here. divorced. And, I mean, the fact that this show, we, we, we don't get a lot of faith talk. We don't get a lot of Christianity talk. And, and that's up to, you know, the the person and their, I guess... Um, I guess the way that they project themselves mm-hmm. um, and their own personal beliefs. Um, and Madison has made us proud on this show, not only by staying pretty much drama, well, not pretty much, Completely 100% drama free. The only free. girl that stayed drama free. Um, and, and that makes you proud that she's been very level-headed. But, but coming from people who are also religious, and, and not just religious, but people who are people of faith and, and have a relationship with the Lord. This has been exciting to see because not only are we proud for her for the way she's acted, but now we're proud for her taking a stand and saying, this is what I believe in and this is what I want from you if we're if we're going to make this work. Mm-hmm. This is what I've got to have out of you if, we're gonna, if you're going to be my husband one day. I need somebody who's going to lead my family and, and raise our kids correctly. Um, the way that I believe they need to be raised. Mm-hmm. And she makes it very clear that her father was one of the biggest inspirations for how to raise a family, how to love your kids, and how to raise them up in the faith. And not only do I commend um, Maddie, but I'll commend Peter as well, because Peter, during this conversation, is very honest about where he's at with his own faith. And anybody out there that has walked the walk of a Christian understands that it's not always easy mm-hmm. and it's not always um, a road that is roses and flowers. Um, mm-hmm. And with him, he makes it very known to her that he was raised in a home that practiced faith and and and. and he makes it very clear to her that his walk hasn't always been easy and that he's still in a process of trying to do better himself mm-hmm. and he knows he's not exactly where he needs to be with that. And it takes a special person to admit that. Definitely. Because I've been I've personally been in his shoes too, where I know what my faith symbolizes, I know what it means, um and have have and I think everybody could say this, have we always represented that the way that we should? And if, you know, if we're being honest with ourselves, I think we could all say at some point in our lives, there was something that, that was going on in our lives where we weren't being true to that. And so commend him for being honest, but also commend him for saying it's something that I definitely want to, and I I definitely want to, you know, moving forward, be better with and, and, Honestly, to be honest, it may take that. It, it may take somebody else being in your life that is on that wavelength and has that mindset that mm-hmm. helps you out. And so I'm, I'm just saying they, they would make a good team. I really do believe that. So I'm, 
you know, looking out in in her best interest, I I could see a good thing there. I agree. I definitely think that this conversation showed a lot of maturity and growth, and I feel like Maddie, in a lot of ways, almost. For a second, I felt like she was the bachelorette and he was a contestant for just a second, just because yeah. of the way the conversation went. Because I could tell that Peter, probably for the first time in this entire show, aside from Kelly in Costa Rica, felt challenged. He felt like someone was trying to help, I guess, grow him as a person. Um, just because I've seen in the show so far, a lot of women just kind of being like cute and silly and then emotional, which there's nothing wrong with that, but I feel like we really saw some depth and some opportunity of like, I don't know. I believe that a couple in a relationship should make you grow in the best ways. I think that that could be a really cool relationship. And um, this conversation is going to, it's not probably going to be the exact same conversation in the future. And we'll get to this. We'll probably be talking about it next week, but mm-hmm. this conversation is going to come back for sure. Again. And it's going to be different, but it's going to be centered around the same thing. And we're talking about, you know, Christian being marriage. in a relationship and having a godly marriage. Yeah. It's definitely going to get brought back up from what we saw in the previews, but we'll talk about that a little bit towards the end. So, I, yeah. And I, again, this, I say it, and I believe this um, with one, I say it with 100% certainty in my heart that wow this is i mean by far in a way the best conversation i've ever seen on the bachelor ever i mean it was just it was real a lot of these conversations and a lot of these interactions on this show look staged and fake and a lot of them look um pre-rehearsed but this one was deep full of conviction and very raw and emotional and real um Mm -hmm. and there was nothing about it that was just unintentional and fake definitely so that being said our girl maddie p without a shadow of a doubt got that rose she did so it's safe to say that next week we will be in auburn alabama for hometown we're gonna get to see chad p Mm -hmm. uh coach pruitt is gonna be on the bachelor next week along with his wife and his other daughters and uh that's exciting Mm -hmm. um but not only did and and we'll get to we'll get to this because at the end of this episode we need to talk about the promo for hometowns. There was a really good promo um, with a lot of exciting. And uh, but the biggest news I think we can share tonight is based on the solo date tonight. Not only did she get the rose for hometown, um, but Peter dropped a bomb. Oh wow! How can I forget that? <laughs> Peter dropped the first bomb. Normally it's the other way around. Mm-hmm. It but, takes a lot for The Bachelor to be able to say it. But Peter dropped the bomb. Starting to fall in love with you. The L word. And that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. And you could tell that Madison was as smitten as could be. It was awesome. And she deserves the best. And uh, I, I'm telling you, that just does not happen. And he, he said that. And mm-hmm. uh, it was just very clear that he meant it. And... Uh, it was cool, and so we were really, really excited here and clapping and uh, just, you know, hollering. and You would have thought it was a football game. Hooting and hollering and all that stuff, and uh, yeah, it just doesn't happen like that. And he, he said, you know, that I am very much falling in love with you, and uh, she was very, very happy to hear that, and uh, the smile that she had was from ear to ear. 
mm-hmm. and lit up that room like a Roman candle. And um, just very excited for that and looking forward to hometowns next week. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on, though. We had um, another solo date. We did. It was with Natasha. And this was her first one-on-one with Peter. And honestly, for her to have made the final six, we really haven't seen a whole lot of her. Yeah. Um, I've enjoyed the little bit we have seen of her, but there really hasn't been that much of her on the show. So, that being said, um, we finally get a one-on-one date with her, and essentially they are exploring Peru, um, down the streets. They're trying street food, um, eating some of the street food, Lady in the Tramping, what looked like some sort of Peruvian onion ring, (laughs) um, and... Basically, from there, they see some street performers, and they start dancing with these street performers, and you can tell that they're having a really, like, lively and authentic and fun time. Um, Then they go into this restaurant, and they're really talking, and this is kind of where I started to see the, mm, I think that they might just be really good friends kind of vibe. Um, You can definitely tell that there's chemistry, but I don't think that it's a relationship level of chemistry. Um, I definitely think there is a connection there initially, but I don't know. That's when I started to kind of notice, I don't know. So basically from there, um, they go and they get dinner, and Natasha is really making it clear to Peter, I see a future with this. I feel good about this. I feel a connection with this. Um, And Peter, you can tell, is just kind of, Asking questions and really probing her to try to figure out, okay, is she in this more than I am? And from there, pretty much Peter says, I really enjoy you. I think you're an incredible woman, but I don't think that we're meant to be. It's pretty simple, I guess you could say. They have a lot of fun when they're one-on-one, but it's very apparent that it's not for them. And Natasha, to me, has just a very like confident, like I don't know. She's like friendly. I don't need I don't need no man response, but like in like a funny, sweet way. Basically he says, um, I know that you have someone great out there and she goes, I do too. And from there <laughs> they walk out. They have the longest hug I've ever seen in my entire life. You gotta get it out of your system. That hug was like fifteen minutes though. Okay, in bachelor time. But it was a long, long hug. Um, but that was pretty much Natasha's one-on-one. I she mean, didn't get maybe, a rose. Maybe Natasha gives really good hugs. Maybe. Well, maybe. I have a feeling we'll see more of those hugs on Paradise. It's possible. I just have a feeling. Um, and, yeah, she's friendly. Um, and she kind of gives you that vibe that she would be a good friend. And, uh. I think and she's that's a great girl. That's just not what he Peter. saw. Um, and I, it's like you said, you can kind of see it. Um, with her not even getting a one-on-one until this late, like a week before hometowns, it's just, it's hard to make up for lost time. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think he realized it the whole time that he enjoyed her company just in more of a friendship type of way. Um, and so good on him for going ahead and, uh, getting that off his chest and getting that out in the open and, and sending her. On our way, and I'm sure the friendship between them will probably last. Um, they always kind of make up somehow and become friends. It's a weird... The the Bachelor words world is a weird place. Like, yeah. It's a I lot mean, of links. Colton, Kaylin, and Cassie all hang out, even though... 
He was macking on her. He was macking on Kaylin for a lot of the show. I don't. I mean, it's a weird thing. Yeah, it's interesting. They all. It's a big chain link a lot of the times, but uh, but it it works. It works in some cases for sure. With sending her home, we were down to three roses left. Maddie P had secured one rose, so therefore there's three left to give away, and four girls. And and Natasha got sent home, so now Mm we now we get um. One, we have one more one-on-one, it appears. Yeah, one-on-one with, uh, was it Kelsey? It was Kelsey. Yeah, Kelsey. Kelsey gets the one-on-one, um, the one that we call Crazy Kelsey. Um, Y'all, I psychoanalyze her so hard. I just, she is all over the place, just zero to 100 constantly. You never know what you're going to get with her. It's true. She's, she is. She's... She's kind of all over the place. and uh, One minute she's hugging Hannah Ann and snuggling with her in a bed. The next minute she's screaming at her over a bottle of champagne. And and, and now she loves her again. Um, it's but so confusing. She gets the, the solo date. And um, where I don't remember um, where they go. Um, did they go on a date or did they just meet up on the they, hillside? Or? So basically their entire date was kind of ATVing uh, a mountain. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, they start off on ATVs and they are going up this hill and having a great time. And then all of a sudden, I guess Peter just got a wind in him and decided that he wanted to run. So they start running up this mountain. Let's run up this gigantic mountain. God bless Kelsey. Good grief. I mean, he is spreading and she is running after him. And then they kind of like fall to the ground giggling. And I know that girl was winded because he kept talking to her and she went, mm-hmm, Well, I'd mm-hmm, have been, I'd have been mm-hmm. winded, you know. On like two I steps. But... I wouldn't have gotten off the ATV. Sorry mm-hmm. about it, babe. <laughs> I would have been just chilling on my ATV, letting you run. <laughs> but yeah. I'll, I'll follow up the rear. <laughs> I'll ride this thing and make sure there's no snakes. Mm-hmm. But basically, they're snuggling on a mountain, and Peter. <laughs> mm, she reminds me so much of Lauren from Ari season in this sense. Of Peter asks her, you know, you haven't told me what you want in a family. And basically, I mean, her response is good, but essentially it's, I just want to work a few days a week and then spend time with my kids, which, don't get me wrong, good response. But also, I mean, basically you just described a small chunk of what a family could be for you. Um, Obviously, it shows that you're willing to commit time, but it kind of just reminded me of Lauren to Ari, basically, where she was just like, I just want to have babies and walk our dogs in the afternoon. I don't know. It's just kind of a simple answer, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe that's just because all these other girls are like, I want to travel the world with you, and I I want to have three kids, and we'll name them Peter Jr., Peter Sr., and Peter Peter. Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're just strange. Uh-huh. I don't know. It, <laughs> Peter Peter Senior gonna name his kid Peter Senior. I mean, I don't know. I'm just making crap up. But um, I don't know. It's just it just wasn't as sincere or as deep of an answer because Peter's over here like I want a family and I want to show him this and I want to do this. And then there's Maddie P who's like I want to grow them up in a godly home. And then there's Kelsey. I want to be able to work three days a week. Oh, I don't know. I digress. Anyways, so they get to dinner and of course. Peter has a weird thing for girls who cry, so Kelsey gets a little emotional at dinner. And I, no, I, I, to be fair, if my if my dad walked out on me and my mom, that would 
make me emotional too. Okay, well now I sound like a jerk. <laughs> you jerk. <laughs> you jerk. I mean, again, it just comes down to The Bachelor. They bring in all the deep depths of everything. Well, I'm aware, but this this story. I guess it's just, I just don't really care for Kelsey. I think that's Well, I don't either. I don't either. But I will say the story is one of emotion. Um, Like I said, if if my father was to walk out on my family at a certain point, then that's something I would say that would probably leave a few scars, especially Mm -hmm. if you were young. Sure. Um, And so she has probably had to grow up in a way that was different than most folks. Um, with not having a father, but knowing that she did, and he just, it probably makes you feel not good enough. Right. Um, so that's, that's sad in a lot of ways. Um. There's a lot of deep rooted stuff there, I'm sure. And, and, but with that being said, she does share the fact that if, if, you know, she shares the fact that she has been in contact with her father and Mm -hmm. that. They had been in contact prior, and it didn't work out, but now she's opened up her heart again to give him another shot at coming back around and getting to know her again. Mm-hmm. And uh, But the real tea is her mother has no idea. Okay, yeah, and, and that's going to be interesting come time for hometowns, um, mm-hmm. because she gets a rose, and she gets um, a hometown with Peter, so that means he's going to get to meet her family, um, mm-hmm. and I'm guessing probably her dad. I'm, I'm kind of sh- wondering, too. She also made a comment about how she's reached out to her siblings and reconnected with them, too. It's going to be interesting because you never know what's going to happen on this show with the producers and what they can pull off, and so it's going to be interesting to see kind of the way this goes down. Uh, but something I will say, not just being a jerk because I don't really care for her, um, something that I do like about Kelsey is the fact that you really... Until she talks about it, wouldn't know about all of this. No, she she hides it um, very well. Well, she's not that she hides it. It's just that she's very resilient. Um, she definitely has some stuff that she could probably benefit from in therapy. But I mean, like she does show a lot of strength for what she's been through. Yeah, for um, sure. That's definitely evident. has overcome a lot. It's evident. So that means that we are two roses down, two to go. Three women left. Three left. Kelly. Hannah Ann and Victoria F. And basically, this comes down to a classic three-on-one. Two roses, three women. And of the women... Must stink to have to go on a date with three different women at one time. Oh my goodness, it's gotta be so hard. Probably. Honestly, if I were one of those girls, I'd be so stressed out. I wouldn't know what that felt like. Um, and which... (laughs) Okay. I never had that opportunity. (laughs) Man, never get it. But you can, because you can apply to be the next Bachelor and Bachelorette. Oh my today. ABC.com slash casting. I don't know why I said casting like that. Um, But basically just kind of going in, um, you kind of hear a lot of the internal monologue that's going on in Kelly's mind. And honestly, it sounds conceited, but it's also fair. I, it does sound conceited, but at the same time, I like it because she's accurate. I mean, here's... She's a lawyer. She's an attorney, and she's, she's, got, she's got her stuff together. She's 27. These she's other mature. girls are... Hannah Ann's 23, and yeah. I can't remember what age Victoria, Victoria F is. Victoria F is just a She looks butt. like she's 12, and she acts like it, too. Um, I I just... I, I've kind of decided who my favorites are and who I dislike. I like and, Kelsey better than I like Victoria F. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. Yep, I do. I do agree sure with that. Sure do. Um, but, so we get to this date, and basically Kelly is kind of in this confident place of, I've got this in the bag, I'm ready for marriage, these other two girls are children, which is fair, because Kelly's behavior is just very mature. Keep in mind, I mean, her rationally telling Peter that he's basically, like, giving positive reinforcement to negative behavior, and is kind of... Calling Peter out and being honest with him and also just being very mature. Um, I definitely think that there is a really strong head on Kelly's shoulders. And she's just basically like, I've got this in the bag in comparison to a girl who cries every time she gets within three feet one of Peter. Think. And another one who, I mean, I, I kind of like Hannah Ann. She's, she's, yeah, I like Hannah She's Ann. growing on me, I but really she do. has been in a lot of drama. Um, not intentionally, but in drama. And also... Well, um, not lately she hasn't. She's actually been really moderate within the past few weeks. I would agree. Early yeah. on, I would agree She with had that. a lot of drama at the beginning. Um, but yeah, Hannah Ann, um, she's kind of a eh. Like, she's just young. Um, and she's still, you can tell, trying to figure herself out a little bit. But they arrive at the three-on-one, and basically he goes off, talks to each of them, all of them seem kind of nervous and kind of almost annoyed and frustrated that they were there. Um, but he basically has conversations with each and every one of them. They're all um, pretty simple. Basically, Victoria F's stressed. And then Hannah Ann has this list of things of why she thinks that she could fall in love with Peter. And it's really sweet. Um, Solid move by Hannah Ann. Very acute thing. And then Kelly is just... Trying to make it clear to Peter. And to me, this is like the epitome of, quite frankly, love Peter. Think that he deserves love. Think him and Maddie P would be a good couple because I think Maddie would grow him a lot in a, a lot of really good ways. I think so, too. Um, But. That's why I think they would be as well. The type of women that Peter has, like, gone after during the show. Again, Maddie P is the only one that has not been in any drama. Has not sobbed the entire time. Um, I mean, Kelly basically just says, you know, not all of your relationships have to be complicated. They can be simple and non-problematic. That was sharp. Again, she has such a good head on her shoulders. That was sharp. And something about Peter not seeing a girl cry over him just really sets him off. And he just, you can tell he's kind of like, I get what you're saying. And she's just like, I have a lot of fun with you. And he was like, but all you have with me is fun. And it's like the fact that there's... That's a good thing. Not a girl being like... You mean you don't want to gaslight me? What? Like, he just, I don't know. He's codependent, but I digress. Should we not have fun, Peter? Do you want me to cry? Huh? It just, uh... I can cry for you now, Peter. If you would like. Cry for me, Kelly. So, basically, that's how the conversations go. And then, Peter does this really awkward, dramatic thing where basically he... Grabs a rose, but then walks Victoria F. to a van. Who he had an incredibly terrible conversation with. She basically sobbed, acts like a baby. I really, mean, really went after Peter. Really was kind of ugly to Peter. If there was such a thing as reverse gaslighting, that's what Victoria F. did. Agreed. I mean, she was mean. I don't know what he sees in her. Obviously, like, we and only... whatever she said was stupid. We it only get a cut. Stupid. We only get a cut of what's really said and what's really going on, but from what I've seen and also what I've heard from 
Reality Steve and the fact that Cosmopolitan didn't want to post her thing because of a political scandal. She's just, she's not looking too good to me. But, again, does this weird thing where he has a rose in his hand and is looking into the van and she won't look him in the eyes. Walks her over to the vehicle after she's staying home. She thinks she's going home and then basically he's like, I've really enjoyed getting to know you, blah, 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 and builds up all the suspense. And then he goes, and I want to continue this. I can't wait to see you in hometowns. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, she looks Tell like me. she goes from like a really sad-looking Muppet to like the most excited person, and it's just giddy. And I mean, I don't know. I think that that was a very poor choice on Peter's part. Yes, but I, I also agree. think that a lot of really a one girls he got rid of way too soon. So I don't know. I don't it be what it be. It does. It does. So there we are, left with Hannah Ann. And Kelly. Before we go, though, quick shout out to Barstool Trent. Um, Who Dallas did not see. (laughs) Yep, did not, missed it. Was looking at my phone real quick and totally missed it. But uh, still shout out. I've seen seen it already on Twitter, but uh, the best luggage guy ever when Mm -hmm. he went to go get Natasha's luggage. Living his dream. Living his literal dream. You do you, Barstool Trent. Super proud of you and... um, Really think you should be the normal luggage guy from here on out. Pay <laughs> that man. That is the career choice. <laughs> so, anyway. Rest assured, he was too busy playing eight ball. We've just recently gotten back into the, what is it, the pigeon mini games that you can do on your phone? I don't know what it is, but... Uh, it's I, addictive. I had to play it for a second and uh, missed Barstool Trent's Bachelor debut, but good looking out. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So... Basically, we have Hannah Ann and Kelly sitting there, and there's really not much more conversation that happens. Basically, Peter goes... Kelly thought Victoria F. was going home. And I wish she had. Yeah. So he takes the rose, and they're like, crap, there's only one rose left. Kelly looks um, confident. Hannah Ann looks terrified. There's this really awkward, this is really hard for me, pause. And then, of course, he gives the rose to the fetus... Hannah Ann. And don't get me wrong, I like Hannah Ann. Of this three-on-one, to me, Victoria F. would have been the obvious choice, wouldn't have had to talk to anyone, would have sent her home, kept Kelly and Hannah Ann. But it just kind of shows that Peter, I don't think he likes confrontation in women. That's where I'm at with it. Um, Part of it, yeah. So he walks Kelly over to the car, they say their goodbyes, and then Kelly is sitting there and you can tell Kelly's just kind of more annoyed than anything. She just kind of seems kind of irritated. And basically, she has a couple comments like, you know, I'm a lawyer. I'm an attorney. I don't think Peter understood what he was getting into. The people that he chose are literal children. and They aren't ready for marriage. But that's what Peter wants. And that's what Peter wants. And, and that's what he's getting. That's pretty much where it ends. It ends on... Hannah Ann coming back into the room. They're all screaming and cheering. And They're Kelsey, pumping champagne. Kelsey, who hated her for stealing her champagne, is the happiest girl in the world that Hannah Ann's back in the house. Again. Like, it was a roller coaster. In this episode, like... Big old hug. There was, like, passive aggressiveness between them. And there's a big old hug. It's There's no in between. Let's talk about, before we wrap the show up, let's talk about the greatest promo ever. Oh, it's good. For the hometowns. We have a very exciting episode for next week. I'm so excited. And, uh... We're going to get to see Maddie P and Pilot Pete inside Auburn Arena on the floor. And you're going to get to see Pilot Pete 
in an Auburn basketball uniform. Rest assured, the Under Armour is in fact taped over because no logos, yep, no brand sponsors. Exactly right. But if Bo Jackson can't wear it, neither them neither can Pilot Pete. Oh my goodness! So. Essentially, we're going to get to see some Auburn Arena. We're going to get to see some Coach Pruitt. And I don't want to give too much spoilers. We're going to see we some Miss Pruitt. Miss Pruitt, too. We don't know a whole, whole lot of what goes down. Because, again, sometimes they'll do some fake-outs. But we do know that there's going to be a pretty intense conversation between Peter and Coach Pruitt, it seems. I think so. And and Miss Miss P is going to be concerned as well. And... uh I'm so pumped. I'm ready to see this. And uh, just excited about it. And uh, all the other girls are going to have their hometowns as well next week. Mm-hmm. And uh, It looks like they're going to be pretty... It seems like Victoria F's is going to be the epitome of stressful. Yep. Per the rest of her time on the season. Yep, it's going to be interesting. Um, but really, really what we care about is our own uh, Maddie Pruitt. And and, I'm uh, so pumped that she made it this far. Yep. Excited. I think she's... I'm, I'm calling it right here. I think we're going all the way, at least top two. Oh, for sure. We're going top two here. I, re- I definitely, I mean, there are some clips in the promo He's that kind, in of, love. kind of alluded to the fact that she was making it to Fantasy Suites. Yeah, and that's going to be interesting. That's where the faith is going to really kick in. But again, and, we uh, don't know everything, so I don't know if we should touch on it this we're week. We're not. We're not. Uh, we're going to wrap things up. We're going to uh, hold you at suspense. We'll get to that when Fantasy Suites happened in about two weeks and uh so exciting episode look forward to hometowns coming up our girl madison is doing big things and uh we're ready to see how this plays out in the end um Mm -hmm. any any other thoughts i'm (laughs) this is gonna sound weird very glad that she is such a good contestant because this would be really awkward if she was like the villain or something i know we we, we're we're blessed with our own resident contestant i mean obviously she isn't going to be the villain because hello she's an auburn tiger auburn girl but i'm really thankful that she's probably i mean their twitter's buzzing over oh she's she's everyone's favorite favorite she's without a doubt a fan favorite she's doing us proud Mm -hmm. um tell them tell them where they can reach you at on social media you can find me at baby got jacks on twitter instagram and tiktok (laughs) oh tiktok that's a big one Mm -hmm. um and you can find me at dham 4 au that's the number four au uh been fun can't wait to talk about hometowns next week uh Mm -hmm. war eagle everybody war eagle Before you get out of here, we want to remind you of a couple of things. Head over to E2Cnetwork.com, our website where you can find everything that you'll ever need from us, podcasts, blogs, and even ways to help support the show. If you want to find individual episodes, you can download all of these on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So until we see you again, I want to remind you of one thing, that here at the network, we believe in Auburn and love it. The only question remains, do you?